Hi everyone, my name is Dr. Divine Ajimaladi Kabute and this is a real privilege to share this lesson learned with all of us through this wonderful platform. I want to say a special thank you to uh, those who have made this possible, especially Joe. Yes. Today I am talking, I'm sharing on the topic self-pity and it is from the series mastering your mind mastering your mind so i'll be talking about self-pity today with all of us and this is a lesson that i learned and i want to share with all of us i pray and hope that it blesses us now let me go straight to the point and talk a bit about what self-pity is it was this great philosopher who once observed that self-pity is easily the most destructive of the non-pharmaceutical narcotics it is addictive it gives moment momentary pleasure and separates the victims from the reality this was said by john gardner and he didn't mean words when he stated clearly that self-pity separates the victim from the reality what i want to state emphatically is that strong people do not waste time feeling sorry for themselves they do not feel sorry for their kids they do not feel sorry for their friends rather what they do we will get to know as we continue with our discussion strong people don't feel self-pity they don't regard self-pity let me go take you through this story quickly so there was this young boy by name jack a very young boy in a primary school um, who on his way to school got knocked down by his own school bus when he got knocked down by the, his own school bus I mean, he was hospitalized for a period of time, say two months, and um, was asked to come back home, be brought home, to continue with treatment to, for him to recover fully. Uh, frankly, it was a big blow for the family. The mom and the dad were moving up and down to put things together to get the boy back to, to his, his, his former self. I mean, which was hard to to do because he got his legs broken and he was going through pain as well now the truth is that the parents of jack after three months and he has recovered to some extent i mean he had about just about 40 percent recovery he couldn't walk so well again he couldn't play his usual football again and all the main issue that is more alarming with this case or with this example that I've given is the fact that the parents gave him strict warnings not to do certain things because of his current situation. It is true. I mean, uh, we all feel for our loved ones when they are going through one or two. But the fact is that if we, we go to the line, we decide to to the line of feeling pity for them and not looking at what we can do to rather help them out of the situation they are in 
I mean, that is equated to feeling sorry for them. And that doesn't yield results. Now, feeling sorry for yourself is self-destructive. I'll come back to Jack's story. But it is worth stating that feeling sorry for yourself is self-destructive. It leads to new problems and can have serious consequences. And instead of feeling grateful that Jack survived the accident, as I said, his parents worried about what the accident took away from them. You know, instead of them saying, okay, well, this, this is a big bus that knocked our son. I mean, and it could have, it could have, the bus could have, could have killed him on the spot. We could have went to the scene to carry the dead body of our son. But he is a survivor, so he survived. So as a result of that, they allowed the accident to take away even more. That's not to say they weren't loving parents. Their behavior stemmed from a desire to keep their son safe. However, the more they pitied Jack, the more negatively it affected his mood. Indulging in self-pity hinders living a full life. Uh, it hinders us from living a full life in the following ways. One, it wastes our time. So feeling sorry or feeling pity for yourself or someone else is a waste of time, actually. That's no matter one thing you should notice. The feeling sorry for yourself requires a lot of mental energy and does, not, and does nothing to change the situation. There's no way it's going to take, change the situation in which we are. Even when you can't fix the problem, you can make choices to cope with life's obstacles in a positive way. Feeling sorry for yourself won't move you any closer to a solution, so it's a waste of time. Two, feeling sorry leads to more negative emotions. So once you allowed it to take hold, self-pity will ignite a flurry of other negative emotions. It can lead to anger, resentment, loneliness, and other feelings that form more negative thoughts. Three, feeling sorry for yourself or feeling pity can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So feeling of self-pity can lead to living a pitiful life. When you feel sorry for yourself, it's unlikely you will perform at your best. You cannot perform at your best. I mean, you, you are sorry. You, you, you are always sorry about everything that you do. Instead of boldly, boldly moving on, with your life, even when things are not going the way you thought it should go or you were thinking it should go, I mean, it will, it will put you at a standstill one way or the other. As a result, you may experience more problems which will increase failures, which will breed more feelings of self-pity. So you end up going through a circle of feeling sorry for yourself throughout your life, which is useless. Now, feeling sorry also prevents you from dealing with other emotions. Self-pity gets in the way of dealing with grief, sadness, anger, and other emotions. So it can stop your process, progress from healing and moving forward because self-pity keeps the focus on why things should be different rather than accepting the situation for what it is. You see, one of the cracks of the matter is that you have to accept the situation as it is. And... Uh, I mean, ask yourself, I mean, it could have been worse even. It could have been worse. So let me just accept what it is now. See what I can do. See my options and move on. Another thing self-sorry or self-pity causes is that it makes you overlook the good in your life. It, it, it will make you think that, I mean, all that you are going through in your life 
are bad things, the bad experiences. If you go through a day and you have good success stories, you have four good success stories and one bad story, you want to tell people about the bad story instead of highlighting the four success stories that you've chalked within the day. So if five good things and bad things happen in a day, self-pity will cause you to focus only on the negative. When you feel sorry for yourself, you miss out on the positive aspects of life. That is the reality. And it interferes with our relationships. A victim mentally, the mentality is not an attractive characteristic because complaining about how bad your life is will likely wear other people rather quickly. I mean, no one ever says what I really like about her or he or, he or she is the fact that she always feels sorry for herself. Have you ever heard that? I mean, someone saying because you feel sorry for yourself, that's why they like you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's the case. I mean, those who even uh, go on a date or accept to marry people out of self-pity, as of pity, the, the fact that they, they feel sorry for them, they normally end up regretting. It doesn't work that way. So we have to behave in a manner that makes it hard to feel sorry for ourselves you know we just have to behave it's a personal decision that we will behave to to help us i mean uh, go through this difficult time normally when this circumstance or this feeling of self-pity comes to mind so one thing some of the things you could go through i mean when you 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 are going through this process of self-pity is that one you should have to replace thoughts that encourage self-pity you know you just have to encourage thoughts you have to replace thoughts rather the thoughts that will make you feel self-pity you have to replace them and you have to look at the brighter sides of everything you have to look at the good side of everything you have to exchange self-pity for gratitude. You want to be gratitude and be, you know, be grateful for whatever happens in your life. You want to say, I mean, thank you to people. And gratitude leads to more positive emotions. Gratitude improves social lives. And gratitude, the fact that you are feeling grateful for all that is happening in your life will make it possible, will open the door for bigger things and better things to happen in your life. Grateful people are more willing to forgive others even. They behave in a more outgoing fashion and feel less lonely and isolated. They are also more likely to help other people and to behave in a generous and compassionate way. You know, so one of the ways is to be grateful. Be grateful and ask yourself, it could have been worse. Tell yourself it could have been worse. What you are going through today, what your parents took you to today, the fact is that somebody went through a worse situation. You are not the first person. You can't be the last. Somebody will go through what you are going through times two or three. So there's no need to feel sorry for yourself and get stuck at where you are. So another thing you can do is to give yourself a reality check so that you don't exaggerate too much some of the bad things that you experience. Before one way or the other, we are, we are relatively, we are not so old. But we've experienced some, some bad happenings, I mean, some bad circumstances and situations. We wish they never happened, you know, they never, I mean, they never happened to us. But there's nothing we can do. 
once they happen, they've happened and we have to move on. We don't have to exaggerate them. We don't have to tell people how bad what we went through is. And for people to, if you are telling them to learn lessons from it, fine. But not to tell them to, to feel sorry for you. Not to tell them for, them, for, 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 for you to feel sorry for yourself. I mean, once you do that, you are not mastering your mind. You are deviating from what mentally strong people do or don't do, which is to avoid self-pity. So another thing you can do, as I stated, I'm, I'm, I'm going to about four points. One, you have to replace thoughts that encourage self-pity. You have to replace thoughts that encourage self-pity. You have to exchange self-pity for gratitude. You have to give yourself a reality check so that you don't even exaggerate how bad the situation is. That's three. And then four, you have to choose to actively solve problems and work on improving your situation. This is very important. The fourth point is very important. You have to think about how to work on a situation rather. You want to look at, fine, if it's a cause that you chilled, what can be done? What can I do? How am I going to solve this? How am I going to pass this? Don't go sit somewhere and feel sorry for yourself to the extent that I mean, you have to fill the rest of the exams that you need to write. Okay? And if, if, if you find yourself in a situation that makes you feel like you are lonely, you are alone, you feel sorry for yourself, you feel like, why me? Why, why should it be me and all that? These are thoughts that are likely to lead you feeling self-pity or so, sorry for yourself. Okay? And so you have to choose to actively solve the problem. Is that sit down? There is to every problem there are solutions. There could be a solution or two, three, four, five solutions. Have your options. Sit down and write down your options. What are the options? Sometimes saying no is an option. Sometimes saying yes is an option. Just yes and no can be the solution. Okay? Don't think outside the box. Sometimes the solution is that let me end this. Sometimes the solution is that I can't end this. Once I can't end this, what can I do? How can I better my, my, I mean, my current situation? That is where, what we are talking about. So one, one thing you can also do is to, to get active and get involved. Be involved in activities. Okay, be involved in activities. You don't have to, I mean, be in your corner and say, for me, I'm in my corner. And I mean... I mean, my canal for me, I don't care about what others do. I mean, and all that. You should be able to, to, to get involved and be active and be active, be vocal. Sometimes you don't need to always comment on issues and all that. But you can't tell me for you, you are not interested in anything. You are not interested in anything. Julie. You are just in your lane and you are not really interested in anything. You know, you can't be on the fence. This is a world that is a reality. We are living a, a life that is real. There is no sort of playback. So whatever you do, you decide to do with your time. That is what you are investing. That is what is likely to rip off in no time. Okay? So you can still be feeling sorry for yourself. And not make good use of your time. Then finally, which is the, I think the sixth one, is for us to concentrate on what we have you know we have to concentrate on what we have 
you have a lot. You, 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 have, you have things to be, you have to be grateful for. You have things that others wish they had. And so you have to be grateful. Okay, you just have to be grateful. And you have to look for those little things in life that you can easily take for granted. And work towards increasing your feelings of gratitude. I mean, concentrate on what you have. Gather what you have and protect it with all that your power and the soul that you have. And make sure you have this mentality that I'm not going to feel sorry for myself or any other person. If I see the person suffering, I ask the right questions. I want to suggest solutions to the person. That is the way to help the person. Okay, you can share in the person's pain, but you don't have to feel sorry for the person. You don't have to, I mean, you, you share in the pain by saying, okay, I mean, this is not a bad situation. This is not a good situation. I mean, it's a bad one. I understand the situation you are in is a bad one for you. But let's do this. Let's take it from this angle. Let's work at it this way. And if you do that, I believe that a lot of things that we worry so much about in our lives, we'll rather look out for solutions and not waste our precious time worrying over them. Because if we allow self-pity to take hold, let's say you're already dealing with stress. Look at the stress in, stress in this life. A lot of stress up and down. You have to take this course. You have to go to work. Some working and schooling at the same time and all that. Some from relationship stress and all that. So you can't add feeling sorry to the already existing stress that we are feeling we are going through in this world. Okay. So what, what I would suggest that we do is that we give ourselves a reality check, as I said, and be bold and go out and impact our world. I believe that I've shared uh, a good lesson that I learned with you. And I know that if we decide, you and I decide not to feel pity, I mean to feel sorry for, for, for ourselves or any other person, to go a long way to help us to look at the reality instead, okay? And it will prevent us from being on the defensive. I mean, you want to be on the defensive to be on a defensive mechanism, sort of say that, so, I mean, it's because of this, I went through this, and that is why I couldn't, it will get to a time all those excuses will be useless, I mean, it won't make sense to anyone, not even your kids, so whatever you need, you have to do, do all to do it, and it's not about the excuses, it's about what, what becomes of us, so when I meet you and you give me a lot of excuses, and you give me little results, I will be more interested in the results than excuses. Okay, yeah. So, thank you very much. Uh, I'm very grateful for this opportunity once again. Once again, my name is Dr. Divine Ajimeladi Kabute. And uh, it's been a great opportunity to share this with all of us. Uh, once again, um, I'm very grateful to the organizers, especially Joe. And I wish to keep in touch with each and every one of us and share my lessons learned once in a while. Thank you very much. And I pray that the times that we are in, which is uh, we are experiencing a pandemic, and uh, that is a reality. What do we do then? Is to take good care of ourselves and our families. 
and uh, the good citizens and uh, accept that the, the disease is already with us and make sure that we are there to the preventive measures. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye-bye.